Welcome to the Land Cave, where we are living as nerds. You can like and follow us at facebook.com slash the Land Cave, where we go live each and every Thursday evening for our weekly gaming and nerd podcast, as well as other times throughout the week. If you can't watch us live, that's okay. You can watch the VOD over at youtube.com slash the Land Cave, and you can listen to us on each and every podcast service that exists in the entire world. Now on with the show. Welcome to the Land Cave, where we're living as nerds. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen. Happy New Year, May 2022. Be your best yet, as they say. We're almost there. Almost there. Just around the corner. It is the last episode of the year for us. And uh, I think it's been an interesting year. I realized I've not played near as many games as I thought. Uh, I had when I looked at my list of games that came out in 2021. So we're going to be at the end of this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, our, our top games of the year. And I realized I've played, a, I haven't played as many new games this year as usual. Um, I still filled out my list, but some of them were on there because I was only like, I was picking my favorites. I didn't want to pick something that I hadn't played. That kind of thing. Right. But. But yeah, it's been, it's been, I, I try to do my best, best to like make those lists and with the year in mind, but I looked at my list and I played 67 games this year. <laughs> now, most of the ones on my list, I think 9 out of 10 games I picked are, they did come out this year, but, you know, I've kind of given up focusing on like the year and except for some of the, like, the things that obviously stand out. And mm-hmm. games are going to stand out because they came out and I bought them and played them because of FOMO and everything. But, you know, <laughs> This, this is also a year, year that we like, like kind of rediscovered our backlog and started working on that a bit more. And, um, that's, that's something that I want to carry into the next year also. So, you know, moving, moving forward, as long as this show is going, there's probably going to be a little bit of just older games that pop up because I never, I never played, played them before. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely get it. I'm actually, uh, speaking of that, let me switch it up right over here. I am playing, I am playing more tribes, but uh, I am playing some Breath of the Wild. I booted that up on my new Swoled, and it's, I mean, it's pretty. It's not, you know, next gen, obviously, but it's pretty on there. Uh, But I'm playing this because I know it's not gonna be like anytime soon, but I'm already getting that Zelda hankering. Um, So I've, I've actually started playing at the end of last week. I've gotten three of the, three of the uh, temples done already whatever you call them guardians um and i'm probably gonna i'm probably gonna finish the four and then just try to like do everything by the time breath of the wild 2 comes out and not like rush it but just be like oh i'll pop in and uh let's find another shrine let's find some more korok seeds um just so i can keep that uh keep my appetite wet for breath of the wild 2 which i still i think there's a rumor earlier this week that came out that or of course there's always rumors but a rumor uh that uh, Nintendo was looking at, I think it was November neck of 2022, is what they're slated. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I don't know. Nintendo, Nintendo rumors are always cool to like, like, I'm, I'm predicting, predicting 2022, 2022 anyway. There's, there's some people that think that it might 
be pushed, pushed to 2023, 20, 20, but, but I think it's been a development long enough. I think they did run into the, the code, code probably whatever they did. Yeah. I, I, just, I think it, I honestly think it was supposed to come out in March. Um, or it was supposed to come out with the Swollen this year. I think that that's a possibility also. And it didn't happen, and I think yeah. March would have been a great time for, for it to happen in 2022, because that's when Breath of the Wild came out. That would have been five years later. Um, but that's just not going to happen. And as it turns out, I don't want any, I like, I don't need any more games coming out in February or March. So I'm absolutely okay with it. I need to start a fresh save, though. Um, I got the Swallow 2, and I'll be honest, other than the Metroid Dread, I haven't touched my Swallow in like two or three weeks. Uh, one, because I'm still waiting on my Zengrip to come in. Uh, Same. I just can't play on those Joy Cons anymore. It's just, yeah. it's too hard. I should have just bought the Joy Cons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should have just bought the Argo Joy Cons, but I want the Rumble because I'm a little brat like that. But the other reason is because I'm still playing Halo. <laughs> yeah. I'm still playing lots and lots of Halo. I'm playing the Halo campaign right now. I've been really missing the multiplayer because I can't, I can't just like dip in and out. Like I need to play this campaign, otherwise I'm never going to finish it. Um, so I, I asked somebody this, uh, this today, uh, I was like, this just happened to me. How far am I? They were like, uh, you're probably around like 70% of the story. Okay. Um, I, which means that I could have beaten it already because the story is so simple. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for all the stuff on my map, dude, like every time I go unlock a new base, it's like, oh, go pick up a Spartan core, go pick up a... A, uh, a skin for multiplayer, go rescue these people, and I have to do it. I, I can't not do it. There's <laughs> the only Witcher one all over that I have not, There's only one that I haven't picked up, and it's literally because I don't know how to get to it. I've looked ah. all around, I looked for like an entrance to the rocks, like I just couldn't do it, and that means, okay, fine, I'm comfortable leaving that one behind. Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, like the Witcher all over like, again for you. And yeah, except not quite as bad because there's not a million quests tied to them they're one and mm-hmm. done so they put it on the map you complete it it doesn't make something else pop up generally speaking it just is the next you know it just goes away yeah uh, so it's not as bad as the witcher plus it's more fun to play as the witcher uh, uh. i will i mean i'll agree like Uber. that's what i i liked uh i i've installed witcher 3 i i was i was gonna put it on there but i wanted to be honest i installed witcher 3 because i i intend to go back and give it another try the the lore is great the like i, I the story it, the stories are great but um the gameplay isn't isn't it's it's like you've got you've got skyrim when it comes to gameplay you've got skyrim and then witcher and skyrim's combat isn't very great so i feel like witcher is not even as good as that i feel like it could be better um it's not it's not terrible. It's just like the bar is set so high with with the story and everything else that uh, the combat's not tight enough. I think I'm spoiled by um, I'm spoiled by the more recent Arkham style combat games uh, and uh, any of the Souls like where the combat's really really tight and not so much on Witcher. It's not like I said. It's not terrible, but um, I feel like it, that's why I don't want to go pick it up. That's why I don't want to. Yeah. Why I'm not gravitating to play it because I'm not. I'm not getting that satisfaction out of the gameplay. But the story is great. Yeah. I, I think the story is I better than Skyrim. I'll, I'll probably. I'll probably never touch the game. The story on Halo is not good, but it's so fun <laughs> to play that yeah. you don't care. 
Uh, yeah, I'll talk. I don't know, maybe more about the story once we'll this a, a later. It's probably yeah. something that we won't really get into on the show, but the game is so daggone fun to play. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks like it. I I will I will play it. I've been hooked on tribes, but uh, um, I will be playing Halo because I just keep hearing good things about it. Um, I would love for that split screen co op to uh, to come out in an update because then I can play it with the wife. But uh, until then, I honestly don't know if they're gonna be able to get it done. Dude. Like playing it, how how uh, how much loads of the world? I just mm-hmm. don't know how they're going to do it unless they like cut out like i don't know 4k mode or something like that i i haven't figured out how they're necessarily going to accomplish it because you can play right now split screen multiplayer multiplayer yeah because they're in small yeah they're in smaller arenas there's a max level of players that mm-hmm. can be loaded into the map whereas this is a lot and the game remembers surprisingly a lot of things like i'll die or i'll like fast travel somewhere and uh, reload my guns, fast travel back and If I do it enough time, the same dead body might be there where it was. Um, no, that's cool. That's cool. Um, by the way, I never do anything this cool. <laughs> none, <laughs> I know none, of these, none of these super cool things ever happen. Yeah. I'm, um, I would say, like, I wish... So, not that I, I wish that she liked multiplayer, but unfortunately she doesn't like multiplayer, um, unless it's multiplayer-like like campaign. I... I don't mind some multiplayer. Uh, I like multiplayer cooperative. Um, even even if it's team, a team versus a team, as long as the team is big enough uh, for other people to cover for me, not being that great, uh, then I'm like like I love uh, Battlefront. Like playing Star Wars uh, with a large enough team that I don't feel like I'm slacking. I can get a kill every now and then. I don't feel like I'm like holding the team back. Four v four, and when it gets to 2v2 or 4v4 there's no way because it's very apparent you can see it you can see very easily like oh this guy's not holding up the end of the bargain and then i feel like i get mad at those people yeah yeah see that's why i don't talk i'm not i'm not the person that talks crap inside mike like yeah but at the end of the game i'm like well of course we lost we had a guy who had one kill and that's and that's why it's another reason why it's like and i know there's the whole get good aspect like and I played a lot of, uh, of Battlefront, and I wasn't I wasn't great at it. I got better, uh, but I still like if it was if it was one of those smaller teams, then it was very you could you could easily you know uh, spot the weak cha- weak point in the chain. And I know it is better when you play with people that you know on voice chat, being able to communicate it's a lot a lot better. Um, I'm ha- I keep having times where I come on in the PS5 having the microphone built into the uh, uh, into the um, controller is great. It sounds terrible, but it's great because everyone playing a PS5 game has a microphone right there. Um, but playing, I know I've been playing Tribes, so I've been tri- Tribes online. I pl- I'm playing, there's 10 people in the game with me. No one's talking. I'm asking questions. I'm like, hey, I'm doing this. Does anyone want to help? Hey, I'm dropping off this. Does anyone want it? No one's talking. They're taking my stuff. Uh, in-game voice, yeah, in-game like in voice. Ter- like in terms of, well, I mean, like a tagging system, similar to like what got introduced in like Apex and then later on in Fortnite and stuff, where you could tag certain items and just say like, "Hey, I need this," without actually having to talk. No, no, there's there isn't a way to do that. There's there's a ton of resources, so that may be why, because like there are, I mean, I think there's probably around fifty or so resources that can be on the map, depending on like if you're like 
getting it off an NPC or something you're like you're farming, um, like literally, you know, finding like a, a node on the uh, to mine out or something. Um, but yeah, it's it's frustrating because I've had that happen repeatedly, and then I had one the other day where this guy with his uh, with his I'd say like a four year old kid and probably like a one year old, um, and he's like a dad, like you know, playing, but he had his microphone on and he didn't realize he had his microphone on and I was telling him he had his microphone on and I don't know, I mean, more power to him playing, you know, with his kids, like, uh, uh, and being able to juggle that, that's cool. It's like, he didn't have his microphone on, didn't realize it, and you got one kid screaming and uh, that was annoying. So, sure. yeah, I mean, it's like, like I said, like, no, nothing against parents, but it's more like, he, if he knew he had his microphone on, then I, I guess I could call him names, but uh, he legitimately didn't have it. He realized it, was embarrassed, and hit mute. <laughs> sure. Like, he was like, I didn't realize yeah, it was on by default. How do I do this? And then he hit muted, but yeah. But it's just frustrating. I love that the PS5 has that built in, though, because, like, like I said, it doesn't sound good, but at least no one has an excuse. Like, everyone immediately can have voice chat going, so... Uh, you got to see Spider-Man this week, though. Yeah, I yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. The movie's, movie's a little long, long uh, for me, me, but it, uh, honestly, honestly, though, part, part of you, like, because I, I haven't been, been to the movies in two years. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out the last movie we saw, and I'm relatively sure it was either Episode Nine or Mary Poppins. Um, oh, wow. One of those two movies. Like, like within, within that same... Like a couple of weeks, yeah, is when that happened. So I'm pretty sure that's that's the last thing we saw. Dude, why is there so many previews? Like, I understand tomorrow you got to stick. Like, I used to work there, but yep. I timed it. There was 24 minutes of pre. It's ridiculous. Yep. Like, there's no way I want to see all of these. You know, sure, I'll like add to Morbius and uh and I don't know. I forget there was a couple other superhero-y type yeah. ones, but it was just—it was so dumb. They—they played the trailer for the Batman. They played the trailer for the Batman. I was really kind of—I was kind of surprised by that because that's you know they're technically the yeah. rival, but I don't think Marvel really cares. Um, no, they—they they don't have any control over either the uh, like the companies are the people who like distribute it. Yeah, um, yeah. the one that basically tell you they, there's a list uh, from at least. It works the same way as it did 15 years ago. There's basically a list of required trailers, and then after that, you can build kind of whatever trailer pack you want. Um, so some people like to, to stick things on there. So like any big blockbuster movie like that, they're all going to be attached. But it was so long. The movie itself was pretty dope. Uh, it's I would say top tier MCU. Um, I would say probably the best Spider-Man movie since since Spider-Man Two. I would say. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, think I don't think it was, it was my, my favorite, favorite MCU, MCU movie because, because I think, I think that, that it, it there's still just, just some, some things, things in there where it's like, eh, but but overall, uh, it was quite, it was quite an enjoyable experience. experience. And it's really, really hard, hard to say anything, anything without without spoiling it. So, so I'll probably, probably just leave it there. there. But, but I will, I will say, say it's definitely worth seeing. It's worth avoiding spoilers for. It was very hard for me to do so. But, but I did it. Uh, yeah, I, heard I heard YouTube was spoiling it for a lot of people, and luckily I don't watch YouTube or consume any of that content. But I heard, I heard thumbnails were were making it really hard uh, to stay stay apprised. But definitely recommend it. Definitely enjoy it. Yeah. Definitely um, 
was especially after Far From Home and the fact that I didn't like Far From Home like at all yeah. it was a great rebound for the MCU uh, it made me excited for what they're planning on doing with Doctor Strange next year and mm-hmm. then I'm curious I'm curious to how like how uh, Thor Love and Thunder works into that as well and I'm wondering if that if that happens if now Thor is going to be happening as a result of what happens in Doctor Strange is what happens in Spider-Man like there's what happened in Loki like there's definitely yep. a world that they're they're building here I'm excited about what uh, what WandaVision also is going to do for Doctor Strange as mm-hmm. well um, mm-hmm. a lot of good stuff going on yep. it, it made me not excited not as excited as, as Thanos and everything I'm still not there yet I'm still waiting for the yep. reveal of like a big bad that makes me want it <laughs> Well, they, they've revealed the big I at least dad. think that they have. Yeah. Maybe. They don't really know. Oh, yeah. That's our big bad. They've already revealed it. Um, and they've said it, too. They Kang? Said that he's, I don't know. Kang? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. I mean. I think if he is, that's really anticlimactic. But maybe they'll, maybe they'll do it well. I think that's I'm, the tough part. <laughs> I'm holding out for, like, Kang being, like,. You know, kind of like with Thanos. Like you have Thanos, but you have a lot of other things that like filled out that, um, you know, that uh, phase of you know mostly Loki, but other characters that were in there. Um, I feel like I feel like we're leading to Galactus at some point. It's just a question of do we have like when are we gonna have that happen? Uh, but yeah. Kang Kang is a a very formidable uh, foe. But they haven't done a great job of setting him up yet for people who don't know a lot about him. Um, I think that's been a kind of a problem. But um, either way, I yeah, it was good. Go yeah, see it. yeah, very very much so. Very much so. Let's uh, hold up. Where am I? There it is. Let's watch the news. Put it out on the front page. Cash money for a picture of Spider-Man. Yeah. So uh, if you didn't see this story, uh, Logan Paul. Um, upset the internet like he usually does um, by creating this Game Boy Color uh, table. Um, I don't follow Logan Paul and know a lot about him, but I do know that he, like, you know, loves, like, actually does love the Game Boy and, like, Pokemon and stuff. So this was kind of a cool, like, you know, hey, I made a table thing. Uh, And everyone was, like, you know, raging on the internet. But didn't, uh, I want to say there was, like, 60 million Game Boy Game Boy or Game Boy Advances that were like created, um, and I'm looking at some of those. They don't look like um, they don't look like like official Game Boy cases. Like I wonder if those are shells that uh, like custom shells that he, you know, maybe these were his throughout the years. Like I don't know, but I don't know if the the Game Boy the the guts of the systems are really in there. But that eh, does look like a screen. But either way, uh, I mean. The thing about it is, is that it, there is, but there is. Yeah, that's what the, honestly that came down to. <laughs> so we don't actually have. I don't think they're at, the numbers actually exist for just Game Boy Color. Um, okay. Game Boy, they kind of combined Game Boy with Game Boy, Game Boy Pocket, Game Boy Color. So that is over a hundred million. Um, but as you can see, there's so many different variants. Um, yeah. So some of those, I think, I think one of those is definitely a rare one. Um, I think that one. If you're looking at this image, yeah, uh, 
the far right corner. Uh, oh, it is? Or like the closest to us corner. Yeah. It's pretty weird. It's that top left. That top left is a rare one. Um, I had that, that pause. This, I, think I don't know what it is, but it's rare. Uh, oh, this, this top left right here? Yeah. 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 Bottom, the bottom row, two of those are. Mm -hmm. uh, middle row, those are all just different color variants. So there's like three or four, but the, it's still the, the fact of the matter is he paid for them. He bought yeah. them. Yeah. Like, it's well, not and, like he was going to sell them or anything. And honestly, it's a pretty dope looking table. Like, I don't like this guy. This guy is very unlikable. His brother is very unlikable. Fight a real boxer for once in your life. Goodness gracious. Uh, <laughs> well, that's right. It's his brother that, that boxes, right? It's not him. It's his yeah. brother? Yeah, okay. He, he boxed Money Mayweather. Oh, that's right. That's right. In, a, in, in an, an exhibition. exhibition. And. He's he didn't great or those are two different yeah. skill sets. <laughs> yeah. Very, As we've seen with Conor McGregor and, and Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. a reason why Floyd didn't get into the octagon because he doesn't want to look dumb because Conor would have embarrassed him if he wanted to. Conor would have uh, embarrassed then, him, but I also think Floyd would have gotten injured. Like, there's a high risk chance uh, of being in the octagon. Yeah. Very possible. Yeah. Uh, and so, honestly, seeing this, it doesn't bother me. I think it's a pretty cool table. Um, yeah. I think that, yeah, you did just by by dumping that like glue over it or whatever they did or like turning it into I don't know what the material is. Uh, a hard yeah, I think it's an it's an epoxy. Yeah. There you go. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I would take yeah. that table. I I don't. The only thing that doesn't fit for me is putting it inside of a pokeball. Uh, I think that if you wanted to do that, it wouldn't either be all Pokemon Game Boy colors. I gotcha. Um, yeah, because to me the aesthetic then doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah. for it. Um, but yeah, whatever. It's his. Yeah, no, I I agree. Is, is... <laughs> I agree. And like, well, you could say the same thing about like one of the very very um, uh, called prominent, like one of the popular things for people to do if they have like an N sixty four. There's an HDMI mod you can do for a like old school N sixty four. And uh, yeah. it's, you know, it's it's rather destructive, I would say. Like, basically, once you do it, like, you've, you've permanently, you know, it's not like something you can plug in and unplug, but it's yours. Do whatever you want with it. Like, I mean, I've seen know, tons of people it. take their Game Boy Colors and Game Boy Advances and famously change out the screen for yeah. a new, brighter screen, especially on Game Boy Advances. That's a, that's a big, that's a big yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, you can buy like, you can buy brand new shells for the innards, and I know that that's famously done. I don't see people every time somebody does that to a single one, they're like, "Oh, that's cool." After that, it yeah. really doesn't. Like, there's no way to actually buy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I don't like. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Just like you, but uh, what yeah. I do think is a big deal is some uh, some stuff on Steam going on in regards to China. So 
uh, people in China under the colloquially called the uh, the Great Firewall of uh, China blocking certain things uh, found they could no longer access the Steam store. So you can still access Steam, you can still play games in your Steam library, but you cannot access the Steam store. Digging further into it, or as people were looking further into it, it may or may not be a DNS attack uh, that actually caused it. Did you get, we get confirmation on that? Or I've, I've just seen it maybe, right? No, nobody, because Valve hasn't said anything, and gotcha. so I don't know when we're going to get it confirmed. As far as I know, no, it's, it's also still not up. Um, what what you can do is that you can play, so anything that you already own while you're in China can be played. Can you download? You I don't know. I know you can't buy, though. Yeah. Um, that was the biggest thing, is that the storefront is not working. So yep. I would assume that your library like works, but I'm not... 100% sure on that, but it was definitely interesting at first. Um, There's probably a thing of like some people jumping the gun on on what it was in terms of China banning it because I, I in my initially I reacted the same way, but yeah. later thinking about it, I'm like they probably would have said something. Like China probably would have said something, or yeah. Steam would have said something, and then like sorry, the CCP says no, you can't buy games, or like that's something that they would announce. Which since Valve has not said anything leads me to think it's more something along the lines of a DNS attack or some other type of yeah. uh, now the, you know, hacking action. Yeah, what I'm curious about when it comes to a DNS attack, and I won't go into like the, the technica technical aspects of this or whatever, but like usually if you're going to Steam store.steampowered.com or whatever it is, if it's the yeah. same URL, then everyone would be affected because that URL resolves to the same IP. So unless... Mm in china the client in china like resolves to a different uh if they're going to like steam dot c was it ch whatever the chinese one is that's when dns could be it could be um a factor so i don't know but it could also be that the dns servers within china cannot access it that could be it because i think china limits what dns servers you can use too so that could be it but Basically, if you're going to like Google.com, it's always the same IP no matter what country you're in. Right. Yeah. So it seems know. as still as of like yesterday, I think that it might still be down, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Could it sucks. Hopefully, Again, we'll get some more. Saying anything, and so the communication part is the the hard part, and I don't yeah. know why they're not. Other than maybe that China's involved. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like it's, I hope that it's not the government doing it. And usually, like we said, usually the government like actually announces uh, if they're gonna if they did something like that. Uh, in this case, they didn't. So eh, I guess we'll kind of wait and see if we if we ever figure it out. Um, but yeah, it sucks for people in China that are actually wanting to like you know buy some video games. It's you know that time of the year. So it's the eh. most. I don't know. Do they celebrate Christmas? <laughs> Uh, some people, some people. Don't know. I mean, I, uh, I mean, as a culture, no. Uh, yeah. As a culture, no. Overall, but I'm sure that some people. I mean, that's that's me as an American, like being like, I'm pretty sure they don't. But um, yeah, I know it's in Japan they have different Christmas. Season, though, so it's oh still yeah. People, you know, still people buying. So. Yeah, I know they celebrate in Japan in in different ways, but uh, but not. Um, 
not China, from my understanding. Uh, I've got one so more bit of news. Novelty day, like Valentine's Day, according to Google. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Um, so right now we're break. looking at your. Or at least I'm looking at you. There it is. Oh yeah, that's that's just you. Um, that's just cool. you. Sorry. So I, what I was going to switch to is uh, our last bit of news before we talk about our top uh, uh, top games uh, for the year. And that's not what it was supposed to do either. I was going to switch uh, Final Fantasy uh, six, 16. Sorry, what's wrong with me? Um, I don't know the video. I was thrown off. Sorry. Final Fantasy sixteen has been delayed, uh, unfortunately. Um, the the delay did said they said about half a year. I think is what they said, right? In their, I didn't have this queued up. I thought uh, I did. That's okay. Uh, basically, that they were hoping. Um, so Yoshi P, uh, or Naoki, uh, uh, Yoshida, the director of 16, also the director of 14, uh, for those who didn't know, basically said that originally he was going to have some news on the game by the end of this year, and that has been uh, delayed, and that COVID-19 did delay the game's development by almost half a year. Um, Obviously, the only reason I care about talking about this is because I can't wait for this game. Uh, I'm yeah. super excited about this game. I'm super excited about him getting to direct a single-player experience because, uh, you know, I've seen what he's done with a multiplayer experience in 14, and I, you know, I'm just looking forward to seeing what he can do uh, with this with this product as a as a single-player experience. So um, he's hoping for a bigger reveal now in spring of, spring of next year fine with me but based on the wording some people are like now thinking like 2023 i still think it's next year yeah. they said things uh like refining some mechanics flushing out some individual battles putting mm -hmm. putting finishing touches on cutscenes, graphical optimization like those are all words to me that say this game is in good shape yeah. like in terms of it's it's not it's not not done yeah um in terms of like the, the story and stuff it uh says to me that we're in a decent place so now i'm thinking late next year same thing with like breath of the wild type things it's like mm -hmm. maybe it was probably supposed to come out earlier in this year but again it's fine we got plenty of stuff coming out in the next we, year give me a great yeah. fall uh, final fantasy 15 came out in december mm -hmm. uh when it came out so i'm i'm perfectly fine with final fantasy christmas that's yeah. that's good for me uh yeah, just you I know that sucks, but yeah. I'm glad that he was honest. I think Yoshida looked at it and said, or I think Yoshida basically doesn't want to release a game that's not done, like certain like some developers have been have been doing, and was like, no, we're just we're just going to delay the game. Uh, you know, updates and bug fixes, like sure, some of that can happen afterwards. But I think he looked at it and was like, you know what, it's not ready. Like they could rush and get it right, but they don't want to be a uh, you know CD Projekt Red. Uh, if you will, and release something, and then God, we're still waiting. We are still waiting for the uh, next gen versions of those games. And what's great is, is like, in, mm -hmm. in, in terms, terms of where this guy loses quality, for those who don't know, the, the latest expansion, Endwalker, that came out uh, a little earlier this year. 14, right? For Final Fantasy 14? Yeah, 14. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of the, the best rated, you know, yeah, I know it's a part of a game, but it, it got a 92 on it. Yeah. So. Uh, the dude knows quality in terms of, of gameplay. 14 has been famously dealing with server issues ever since Endwalker 
draft and, all, and also just most of the pandemic if that's the term issues as well. But uh, that's another problem that he's been dealing with. The fact, so the fact that he's you know <laughs> running two games uh, and I know that he has a great affection for quality, and yeah. so whenever whenever sixteen is done, I believe in the product already. Just again because I believe in him, and so I'm I'm more. I'm more excited. Obviously, I wish we could have gotten it sooner. I think he intended, based on his wording, I think he intended for something to come out of the Game Awards. You know, like a reveal by the end of the year. Yeah, I think he wanted a reveal there, but that's fine. Give it, give us a nice uh, spring thing. Do it during a PlayStation Direct, and you know, come out in November, December, and we could be good. We've got we've got time. No, we've got so many games. Anyway. Yep, yep. I mean, we got so many games coming out. I realized, and I put a note on there because, like, so that you know, possibly coming out at the end of the year, uh, March eighteenth, uh, Stranger of Paradise is coming out. The Final Fantasy uh, Final Fantasy um, Souls like uh, game, which I did like. I played the demo and I liked it. So I've got Elden Ring and that releasing like you know as a as a one two punch. Uh, I got. I got enough to do. <laughs> you can delay it. That's fine. Chaos. Yeah, I can't. I can't chaos. wait. I can't wait. Um, I can't wait to play both of those. I feel like they're what I play. I mean, I hope Elden Ring is good because I'm trying not to get like overhyped. Uh, but I did play. You know, the Stranger of Paradise like demo was good. Um, people like the Elden Ring demo, so i said i hope hope not to get too hyped but those are coming out way too close to each other wild trailer well i couldn't find the final fantasy one so i was just like ah first first breath of the wild on here (laughs) all right we can we we can we can talk about something else uh you know let's uh let's let's talk about our top games of 2021 It didn't play the audio for you, did it? Until the end. No. Ah, it's too bad. That's too bad. It's the final countdown. You played it on accordion. Um, uh, had your had your clip thrown in there too of, uh, <laughs> of the NPC getting hit with the getting hit with the the warthog. Gotta love it. Uh, so we want to talk about our top games of 2021. Excuse uh, Breath of the Wild still playing up here. Uh, we're gonna talk about our top games of 2021 uh, that of games that came out in 2021 that we played. Uh, I guess we'll kind of ping pong this like we uh, like we usually do. I I don't necessarily have an order. For it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I, I kind of put it in order, kind of didn't, uh, but I guess I'll just go run with it. Uh, it's not in no particular order. Okay, my uh, I'll just I'll go as if mine is, but eh, close. Yeah, it's it's whatever. Uh, my first uh, first one is the medium which uh, I know that is lacking in in some cases, but the game was so inventive. Um, and I, I really enjoyed uh, the way that they uh, they built the the dual worlds that you kind of go between of like the regular world and like the spirit world bouncing between those. Really enjoyed that. And also really glad that this was uh, this was on Game Pass, so I didn't have to buy it. Yeah, but really, that's what really I heard like about it anyway, just because I heard it wasn't that great in terms yeah. of the gameplay aspect of it but you know it made your top list so maybe they're wrong or yeah. you know that's what games are subjective to. I, 
And they're subjective. I also like the Man of Madon games, which, like, you know, objectively, uh, the gameplay is okay. There's no objective. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I'm saying that as someone who likes those games. I'm like, the gameplay is not that great. Uh, the the uh, lip sync is not very good, um, but but I like the story. So I'm a sucker for like branching storylines too. So yeah. um, so that's my that's my pick of number ten. I guess we call it. Yeah, I, again, mine's not in any particular order, but I will start with a game that did not come out this year. My favorite game, um, I only did nine that came out this year, but my mm-hmm. my tenth game was a game that did not come out this year, and that was Hitman one or at least hitman on ps4 uh that came out i want to say if i was guessing 2016 maybe yeah i think 2016 or 2017 the trilogy that they've created uh, with this has been 2016 okay there you go there you go um i have never played a hitman game other than hitman go which i uh-huh. i went back in platinum this year um yeah. the, i like it but that's not a hitman game <laughs> i love hitman go it's so good yeah yeah. Uh, such a great game. Um, but I never played a Hitman game. Honestly, whenever you watch the trailers and stuff, it doesn't really speak to me at all. Like, there's just something about it where I'm like, this does not seem entertaining. And I ne- I'd never seen anybody play it or anything like that. But it was free at one point. I got it from, like, a PS4 or a PS Plus game where I think they gave me the first episode or something like that. I'm like, And everybody was talking about Hitman 3. And I was like, you know what? I know I own Hitman. Let's go own Hit. Let's go play Hitman. See what the hype about the hype is about. And uh, it turned out that my wife loved watching me play it. <laughs> and so it's that always was always a, a good bonus. A yeah. That, yeah, that was a thing that that connected because it turned out that it was ridiculous. That there was just stupid ways that you could uh, take people out. Uh, there was also like the ones where I just wanted to follow the the mission or whatever, and I would just <laughs> get upset getting caught. But I ended up buying two and three. Um, I played through all of one. I think we got like halfway through two. Yeah. And at some point we'll we'll go back and play three. She she mentioned it the other day. But the best game that I played that did not come out this year that I am really glad that I finally understand why people like it so much. But again, the trailers just don't yeah. don't really sell you. I think the next time a Hitman game comes out, they should really just let you like watch a mission or something in the trailer <laughs> to see how you can kind of kind of go through it, but it's good stuff. It doesn't show the humor in the in, in these, like yeah. the humor and the really unique situations. It's like you're supposed to take it seriously, and you're not yeah. supposed to take yeah. it seriously at all. The other ones, the other ones, you kind of were, but this one, this one, you weren't. Uh, funny enough, my no. number nine or whatever, the next one for me, it also did not come out uh, this year, kinda. Uh, it's the remake. It's the remake. So I mean, the the, the remake of uh, of Kotor, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, and. Uh, love it uh it's yeah it's still you know it still looks switch, dated right? yep yep it's on switch uh i'm playing it on switch i played a little bit of, i played a mm, couple hours on switch but i have i beat this game probably like six times anyway so i know how the story goes i'm already kind of filling out the combat and everything it's still a dated game uh but this this still it's legend like it says experience a legendary story it is that's not hyperbole it is one of the best Star Wars games of all time. Uh, this and I think Jedi Knight 2 are two of my favorite uh, favorite Star Wars games. Uh, and, you know, Shadows of the Old Republic. Uh, For some of reason, the they won't release. release. They, they give us Jedi Outcast. Yeah, I know, right? 
Shadows of the Empire is another one that like that I really loved, but it's even more dated than this game. So I uh, can't wait for the remake, remake, remaster, so that way like you know another generation can experience the story without you know feeling like you know they're they're going back in time when it comes to gaming. But plays well. Does it run on Switch? Does it run well? Yeah. Yeah, it runs well. Playing handheld, I assume, so that it doesn't look so terrible. Playing it, playing handheld doesn't look doesn't look as bad. I don't know the the frame rate offhand. It's I don't think it's sixty, but you know I don't think it works. It it's plays smooth though. I haven't had any like any chugging or stuttering or or any weird like like clipping or anything. So it's it's been the frame rate's been smooth, so I can't really complain. I like it. I like it a little bit a lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, your your next one is one uh, I didn't get to play. If we're going, it? oh sorry, are you? Well, which which I don't know which uh, order you go. Yeah, if you're going from bottom well, to you're top. Go, you've been going from the bottom. You yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Sorry, I did get to play your next. I did get to play your next one. Sorry, your next one's Ratchet. I I skipped one. I'm like, I did. We totally did talk about Ratchet. <laughs> I played Ratchet. Uh, I loved this game. Man. Uh, yeah, fantastic game. I mean, it really a great showcase of the PS5's early uh, life cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, really loved Rivet. I think that it was great introducing uh, another character. And honestly, I could play a whole game as her. I would be fine yeah. with that. You know, only mainly because you know we've been Ratchet for so long. It would be cool to just kind of to break off and have like a similar thing with with just her it's probably never gonna happen but it would be cool um i uh there's a lot to say about this game in terms of just how pretty it is it's so beautiful the art style really makes the ps5 sing Mm -hmm. um the game is not incredibly difficult which is fine by me it's incredibly accessible they had a lot of accessibility features in there for like if uh, you know, if you wanted it to be pretty easy, like there's like invincible modes and there's lots of uh, unlockable ways to to do a lot of that. And I think I ended up doing one of them just because I was like, mm-hmm. why not? Not the invincible one, but I think by the end, I just wanted to not worry about ammunition. And so gotcha. I turned on the ammunition one, but uh, great game, lovely yeah. game. I, 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 was a little surprised at times at, at some of like the things where like I would like fall through the the world. That was a little surprising to me. Yeah. But then Insomniac's working on like seventeen games at once, and so maybe it should be that surprising. <laughs> no, I no, I I completely agree. Shiny, colorful, beautiful game. Um, totally recommend it to anybody who's got a got a PS5. Uh, I'm gonna skip my next one because it's higher up on your list. It's something that we both had. Uh, on our list so i'm gonna skip it uh for now we'll go with my next one which is 12 minutes and i put this on here it's almost an honorary uh mention but i really enjoyed it it is short uh it is repetitive uh but it's very well done and the amount of dialogue that they did uh for it being you know it's kind of for it being kind of a very short self-contained game there's a lot of dialogue a lot of different possibilities that pop up uh, and the uh, the acting, this is really good. We've got uh, Daisy Ridley and Willem Dafoe, and I can't remember who the guy is that was the main character, but um, yeah, uh, really James liked it. McAvoy, isn't it? Oh, it was McAvoy, that's right, that's right. Uh, didn't yeah. even recognize him, the guy's great. Um, didn't recognize Daisy Ridley uh, either, but great story, 
uh, great twists and turns uh, as you're in a you're in a time loop and if you do things right it keeps going if you do something wrong then it resets the time uh, or if you you know uh, I won't spoil anything like there's things that will that will happen that will cause you to basically go back to the beginning and if you complete it it's really like a 12 minute um, story cycle whatever but there's a lot of um, it's almost like a roguelike because you have to play it over and over and over again to get it right. Uh, but the other attempts, you're learning things during your during those other attempts that build on your your uh, future attempts because he can your character remembers what happened. Um, so you're you and the character are both learning things at the same time. Really liked it though. Yeah, I know it was a super controversial game this year where it's like I saw. Like games as high as like nines and tens, and then I saw like a six from it as well. So I know that uh, the reviews were, were pretty big. I, it's on Game Pass, and so I had yeah. it downloaded. But it's one of those things where there's just so many other things to play that I never got to it. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I mean, uh, the the only thing frustrating was I did hit a wall a couple times, and then I couldn't figure out what I needed to do to get around it. Um, and the guides were not quite helpful because just because of the way the game is structured. But I do I do recommend the game, um, especially like I said from a kind of mystery kind of perspective. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Sorry, what I was going to say was your next one now is one I haven't played that I thought about playing. Uh, but your next one is maybe you should snap to it. Ah, uh, Pokemon Snap. <laughs> uh, I thought about I thought about getting this because. Because it's, it's adorable. Um, I did mount my uh, my Switch dock over here, and I think I'm going to use the other one. Or I have I have like a third party in the other room, but I feel like I'm going to um, dock the Switch and get this. And uh, the other thing I was going to mention, which is something that I I wish I'd played, is uh, Super Mario uh, Bowser's Fury. So I'm thinking about getting these games and like docking the Switch and like playing them on the on the big screen because I feel like Whitney Whitney doesn't. Like she has her her switch light, but I feel like she, it almost like she for she kind of has has like separated the consoles into no this is a handheld and no this is a, you know, a, uh, a TV I mean, console. For all intents and purposes, the switch is a handheld. It is in my, in <laughs> my opinion, but <laughs> Snap is a game to play on TV uh, because you want to play it with other people. It was it's one of the few games that my son has seen. Um, I, I let him move the stick around a couple times last year. It was it, it was a good time. It, you know, very nostalgic. If you played uh, Pokemon Snap on the the 64, which I logged tons and tons of hours in, uh, it is not any real improvement over the original. Other than graphically, it obviously looks better. Um, I think that it fell short in a lot of ways where it didn't have some of the cool stuff that happened in the original one, some of the comical things that you could do. Uh, famously, like you could uh, like make a Pokemon angry and they would evolve, or you could like knock, uh, I think I remember like knocking like Charmeleon or something into a fire pit and then he like flew out as Charizard or something like that. I'm trying to remember the 64 version. It's been a long time. It lacks a lot of that, but it doesn't matter. It's still just, vibes it's all yeah. about vibes of following pokemon around taking pictures um 
that that's really it. I think we I think we logged like thirty or forty hours into it, just replaying levels over and over again because we became not total completionists, but completionists in the sense that we wanted to get there was like uh, four different poses for each Pokemon, or four different stars that you could get for mm -hmm. different Pokemon poses, and so we wanted to get the two star, the three star, the four star, and we tried to get them without looking most of them up, and we. We did a lot of them. It was pretty surprising. We That's fell cool. off of it. We came back whenever they added some free content uh, here recently. Played a, a couple levels, but it was it was a lot of fun. Definitely one that you yeah. should just play with somebody. Play with your kid. Yeah. Play with your spouse. Just have some fun uh, taking pictures because again, it that's the other thing is it's not technically hard. It's there's nothing really hard about it. You just point and click and can have fun throw apples and yeah. do your thing so a lot of fun good time uh you should get back you should get, definitely get mario as well that didn't make my list for the favorite games, games but i did play that with her as well it's got to show up and so yeah. that's something that you can do uh together I, and i still need to go back and play that with sure i actually only played like the three games yeah i i've i've heard good things about it so that's why it was kind of like on my honorable mentions uh on that um my next game surprised even me but it's uh, Forza Horizon 5 because it is that it is that good. Uh, the settings, again, also like you're talking about the accessibility of the game, being yeah. able to make it easier, 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 uh, where it's still a challenge, but the game, yeah, if I'm going way too fast on a turn, this is the one that I always bring up because it's one of the things I struggle with. If I'm going way too fast coming into a, to a turn, it'll slow you down. And so you can safely make that make That's that cool. turn. Yeah, so like, and you can, you can, that on too. yeah, there's different settings like that that you can, that you can turn on to, to help you, uh, which I think is kind of cool training wheels. Like if you get the hang of that, then maybe you can adjust another setting and bring it down a little bit, make it a little harder on yourself in different ways, make it easier on yourself and others. Uh, it's so pretty though. It is so pretty. Uh, and racing games are kind of usually like that, that litmus test for, for consoles. It's gorgeous. It's almost too pretty as you're like blowing past these beautiful like landscapes but as you're driving you're kind of scanning what's happening around you and you're thinking about you know the everything else that's going on i feel like i almost can't enjoy it's so pretty but i can't enjoy how pretty it is because i gotta play the game i can't slow down yeah. and like kind of like mm, man look at that that's a cool storm going on it's more of a oh yep there was lightning cool and i'm on to something else it's it's beautiful i love it yeah, it's a uh, it's one that I have downloaded. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, got Game Pass because you got yep. it. But I literally downloaded it during that that course, and I was playing something else. I was playing Metroid, and I was gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna play through Metroid, and I'm gonna play some Forza, and I'll roll right into Halo, and then three four three dropped the, the like Halo Infinite <laughs> early, and it became like a sorry Forza. You know, I'll get. <laughs> I'll play sometime because yep. I've heard it's accessible for people who aren't big racing Sims fans. Like yeah. you can make it as easy or as hard as you want in terms of like modifying your car and all that stuff. Cause I don't know anything about cars. I don't understand anything about cars. I, I, I don't, I, I, I like pretty ones. I know that yeah. I like GTRs because I think they look cool. I've always wanted a GTR. I'm never mm -hmm. going to get one because I don't think I could truly appreciate it as much as somebody who knows about cars can, but I love looking at GTRs. Yeah. Uh, and I've heard that this game makes it where you can just not do that and just race and yeah. drive if you want to yeah. do that. And so 
that's that was good to hear and you know how often you get open world base card games like, yeah cool. like i've i've played a few of the forza games like i'm i'm not a car anywhere near a car expert i know some things about it and uh you know i can't drift or anything but i'm a, I'm a decent driver i've been to a couple tracks um where i'm i don't feel like you know i'm, I'm scared of the the machine the, like the car no nah, i don't feel like i'm gonna die i have fun um you know like i said i'm not amazing but i kind of know i know some things i know how you know some of the, the differences in the cars and everything again not an expert but uh the for the previous forza games um were good but it was too it was too much like like it was too accurate and too sim like which bothered me because i guess if i had a steering wheel i don't like gran turismo that much yeah if i had like a full rig like steering wheel and like pedals and stuff like that i probably would feel better about it but using a uh, uh using a controller for this i prefer the arcade more arcade uh, style stuff uh but it's really good so i definitely uh, recommend people checking it out yeah so your next How your next one now could yeah. i possibly go through a single year without having a final fantasy game on my list that's why Final Fantasy 16 has to come out next year, so as to continue the trend. Although we'll see if I play Dark Souls Final Fantasy, but Final Fantasy VII Intermission, more specifically. Yeah. So if you're watching the screen, this is not Intermission, but um, Intermission was the the DLC that was a part of Intergrade, which was the PS5 That's uh, upgrade of Final Fantasy VII. No, it's, no, it's Intergrade. Oh, it's Intergrade. Oh shoot. Intermission the... is Yuffie. Yeah, it is. So the uh, the trailers on this, I forgot. The trailers on this, almost all of them, put them together, yeah. and yeah, it's really it's, irritating because it's yeah. all part of Intergrade. But yeah, I she she comes out towards the back. Yeah, yeah. Specifically, call out Intermission uh, as the DLC because uh, it was awesome. It it, it was well linked. Um, Yuffie was a super fun character to play. It was nice to flesh out a character that honestly a lot of people liked in the original game, but I thought she was annoying. I did not like Yuffie at all. Uh, and this made her more enjoyable. And for Condor, baby, I played I played probably 10 hours of Fort Condor. <laughs> I played uh, more Fort, Fort Condor, Condor than I played the rest of the game, yeah. Probably. It's so much fun. I could yeah. play, I could do a whole strat game or like some kind of multiplayer game around Fort Condor, but yeah. Um, I, I liked that it was a nice, uh, you know, just little addition to the game. It was so it was it was extra story. It mm -hmm. it, it adds together um, how Yuffie's gonna kind of like come into our party's life uh, in hopefully within a reasonable amount of time in Seven R Two Twenty Twenty Three. Yeah, let's hope so. Yeah, uh, I let. <laughs> I don't know uh, <laughs> if if we get that lucky, but it uh, it was a lot of fun. It's so yeah. good. It looks great. It runs well on the PS5. And then honestly, if you if you got uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake through uh, PS Plus, you can now pay and get Integrate uh, for a much cheaper price. So you can upgrade Integrate for pretty cheap if you got the PS Plus version, which. Sony and Square being Sony and Square, dude. That is so, yeah. <laughs> so dumb that this was a, a thing to begin with, but it runs at 60 FPS now on PS5. It looks dope. It, like, I, I will go back and play uh, Intergrade probably once we get a trailer for R2. Mm -hmm. I'll probably, like, go back 
and uh, do that. But fantastic DLC. Well, at least yeah. At least I'll have uh, at least I'll have time to uh, possibly platinum the, platinum this before the game comes out. Uh, I I got quite a few trophies, but like now I have to do the I don't know if it's you it's like the hard mode, dude. The hard mode. I you have to beat uh, each chapter in hard mode. Yeah, so I'm I'm not even ashamed of this. Uh, I pl I was playing, you know, like the kind of intro tutorial where Yuffie's going to like going through like the uh, the warehouse kind of area and like to get to the town. I couldn't get to the town. Yeah, like that's how yeah. difficult it was. Yeah, so irritating but i may i may uh i may just like try to power find a way to power through it because i want the platinum um just to have if it, it helps you know? i don't think that i don't think the dlc has a plat just the main game and so if you did okay in the main game then you might be all right. i'll have to i'll have to check i thought the yeah maybe i'm misremembering maybe maybe it's when i thought it that own, it needed hard mode yeah it has its own trophy list i don't know if it has a platinum but yeah, it may be that i it may does it may have been that I was mistaken, and I started playing our hard mode because uh, it's been it's been a while. Like I haven't played this since, uh, like what two weeks after it came out because like I I ate it up. I ate it up. It was great. Um, yeah, I can't wait for the I can't wait for the next one as well. Um, so let's see. So my next sorry, my next one is also one that you uh, you had. So we're gonna have to skip that. Uh, so my next uh, still, pick. Still call it out. Let's still, still call it out. My, my next my, my next one was Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Uh, we already kind of talked about that, so uh, so nod to that. Uh, so the skipping that uh, it's Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which I was I was very happy with and impressed with. Um, the it it plays so well. The story's really good for the. For the most part, the characters are kind. Of, uh, people are kind of doing their own version of the characters. I'll say Rocket is still kind of very Bradley Cooper. Um, Drax is. Uh, it's not as it's not as um, uh, what is it? Dry humor as uh, as Dave Bautista, but it, there's some similarities on that. Other than that, like the characters kind of have their own thing, which I really like. The separation, not trying to make it an MCU knockoff. Or try to make them look exactly like they were in the MCU, like like Avengers was. Uh, really, really liked the game um, much better than I thought it was going to be, especially after seeing the trailers. Uh, they they pulled this one off. You control somehow. Peter the whole time, right? Yeah, you do. You do control Peter the whole time, which a lot of people didn't like. Uh, I wish that you could could switch it, kind of like you know Dragon Age style, or you know maybe they all have maybe they each have like a certain. Um, you know, certain uh, ability that you need to use in certain places, but they didn't do that. Uh, or they, they didn't do that. You still, you just play Peter, and you may tell them to do something, but you're still playing as Peter. Uh, but really, really liked it. Great story, um, and uh, yeah, made me like Peter again because uh, yeah, I don't like so Star Wars. It's that on much. my list for January. I bought the Steelbook. It's right. There. <laughs> uh, I bought the Steelbook because I heard such good things about it, and then again, Halo came out, so yeah. it just kind of got backburnered. But it's 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 on my very first game to beat play. As soon as I beat the Halo campaign, I got it installed, ready to go. Heard nothing but great things about the story. Like I've heard not great things about the combat and everything. And honestly, I'm probably just gonna play it on easy mode just to kind of yeah. choose it and play through the. Uh, 
play through the story, I think one of the, the best things I heard about it is you literally like they capture the vibe of the Guardians where they just never stop talking. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm excited, excited about, about that. that. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah, I, I, I think they did. Uh it's it's a fun romp. Yeah, throw throw it on easy and just uh and just enjoy enjoy some uh some Marvel uh some Marvel fun, not necessarily Marvel cinematic universe. Uh Again, a lot of people confused about that, but no, it's not a an MCU game. So, um, right. yeah, just, just enjoy it. Uh, next one was on your list was one that was on my list. So now we kind of kind of come together on this one. How's that Skyward Sword? Is, it... is, that, is that your next one? Did I miss one? No, but that's okay. We can talk about Skyward oh. Sword right now. Sorry, yeah, let's, let's mean, talk about that again. If we're going for the bot, I think you keep going to like the top. Instead of going for the bottom, yeah. which is where you started, and so I think it's. <laughs> yeah. Let's go I've, I've got two different lists again. I'm looking at here. Yeah, sorry. Uh, okay, no, no particular order of my. Yeah, list. yeah. Uh, Skyward Sword, baby, so good. Honestly, underrated. I think, and I know it famously reviewed pretty well, but it's also famously like not quite as disliked as Twilight Princess is, mm-hmm. uh, which is also underrated IMO, but uh, famously just, it was because of the motion combat and other things, but I started this game years ago, the original one, on Wii, and my girlfriend at the time had the Wii, and then we broke up, and so I lost my save file because uh, it was on her Wii, and I never went back to it. I never... <laughs> had the chance and so i'm super happy that they finally released this one i know everybody wanted wind waker and everything but it's so good i played it 100 in handheld mode i played it with zero motion controls it took a little getting used to uh, because basically your right stick became the motion control of of controlling it but dude such good fights yeah. great fights great boss fights fun dungeons annoying at times in terms of movement but Dude, the story is so good. Like it's so. <laughs> for in again for Zelda, because story is yeah. kind of light half the time anyway. But in terms of story, in terms of villain, just so so good. I'm so glad that this game came out. I'm so glad that you could tell Fia to shut up uh, <laughs> and not have her talk to you as much. Like all it's great same. things. Yeah. Like yeah. Navi. <laughs> I I there's very little that I can say that like I just dislike other than that you know it had the motion controls and they didn't like bother reworking that a little bit but yeah. they allowed you to control with the right stick and once you got used to it it worked there was definitely some times in some fights where i died simply because i was fighting against that but i yeah. went you know i played it again all in handheld it's awesome i love this game it it, it quickly went up to uh went up to top tier zelda status for me not my yeah. favorite obviously but just up there in the list yeah it's it's good. I didn't play did enough you play of it, it before. Uh, I had played it before, and I feel like I did the same thing on this ver- this one as I did the other one. I started to play it. I was enjoying it, and then something else came out, and I need to go back to it because I liked what I played. I just got uh, I got sidetracked uh, by something else, and need to, need to go back and play it because I love Zelda, and I really liked what I played of it. But it did annoy me, like you were talking about. They kept the motion controls and they didn't allow the right stick to be your cam- your camera movement which is what I think we all would want to bring the game up to a uh, to a modern uh, you know more of a modern uh, scheme in regards to controllers 
Um, I've only got a few more left hand, on. Gear hand is so awesome. Gear yeah. Yeah, I've only got a few more uh, on my list as we were trying to go back and forth. We had some doubles, so let's do your next one. Yeah. Tell me about Eastward. So, Eastward. So now, back down there. Eastward. I fixed the fixed I the think, order now, by the way. Yeah. I think Eastward. A lot of people got turned off by Eastward because it initially it looks like a Zelda game, and it may have wanted to be a Zelda game in terms of like what it saw in terms of the top-down Zelda. It's really not though. It doesn't accomplish that at all. But what it does accomplish is being super pretty in terms of the pixel game. A super awesome original soundtrack. Such a great soundtrack. So so good. I was upset that it did not get on the Game Awards list for for best originals in the soundtracks. But it's a story where about the the world has kind of ended already and you're kind of working your way to it and trying to like kind of re reignite it there's some there's some matrixy seemingly things in there that you know I, without giving away too much but the, there's a lot of character uh dialogue where you your your character that you're playing john he doesn't talk at all uh so that's where that silent protagonist thing comes in sam is your voice sam talks for you and she always walks around with you um it's just good it's really good I, one of those games where again i think that it didn't need to be 30 hours i think it could have been fine like 25 20 but it was still i was still satisfied by yeah. the time i got to the end of it um you spend more time talking to people than you do in the in the dungeons and stuff but it uh is totally worth the 20 i think 22 dollars that it was um great game it seems those, reasonable definitely like Definitely like one of the best indies that I've been Yeah, I like the art style on it too. So I got to put that on my list of, uh, of games to, to grab because uh, yeah. it seems seems like it's got some good vibes. I like the art style. It reminds me of some like uh, what is the what's the guy's name Ralph Bakshi like stuff from the eighties like uh, um, animated movies. Um, but yeah, I like it. I yeah. like it. So I gotta oh, go check that. Talking. This the like... cutscenes. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like an anime Ralph Bakshi, like kind of like like if uh, uh, Studio Ghibli and 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 he like mm. got together and, and did a, and did a movie. That's what it kind of kind of reminds me of in a good way, in a good way. So, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Well, my next one, yeah, my next one is one I've been hooked on and I keep talking about because and I had to put it on here because I'm addicted to it. It's Tribes of Midgard. Um, sure. I feel like the 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 tightness in regards to uh, in regards to the gameplay, uh, the challenging elements of it, where um, you could play it, you know, it will challenge you, and you could play it, and I'm not saying you're going to platinum it, but you could kind of be in there, play multiplayer, and kind of enjoy yourself and help people. Um, the platinum is going to be going to be a little uh, a little more challenging, a little more difficult, but the game is so well made has enough of a carrot on a stick where you're like you are getting rewards but you don't feel like you need to shell out money for them because there are there is some in-game like you can purchase um uh you can purchase in-game currency with real money but you don't really need it um yeah you don't really need it though uh in my opinion um i i was really happy about that i didn't i need to figure out how they did that by the way because like the floor just collapsed there i gotta figure out how to do that kind of trap uh, but I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'm hooked on it. Uh, it's like I said, it's challenging. It's not impossible. 
Uh, it's a roguelike, so you do restart. Basically, every time you, you play the game, you restart. There are certain modes that you can save and carry over. Um, but uh, yeah, challenging, uh, well done, uh, but uh, definitely can be frustrating if certain people are uh, not doing what they need to do. But I love it. Those certain people. Those certain people. Yeah, it's a game that I don't, I'm not a big resource type guy or anything. You know, I know that uh, you've been enjoying it. And in terms of the combat, that, that part's the part that probably like, looks like the most fun. Yeah. Uh, aspect of it to me, but I'm glad that uh, you know. Well, I think the most interesting part about it is that you know you're hooked on a multiplayer game, which is pretty surprising. It's, it's. I know it's the well, it's it's cooperative multiplayer. I don't mind cooperative multiplayer, um, but yeah, it is funny because I don't usually go for multiplayer. But yeah, I'm hooked on it. There is a single player version, but I'm playing more multiplayer than I am playing the other. Yeah. Yeah. So your your next one is a series you've been uh, you've been really enjoying for quite some time. Tell me about uh, yeah. True Colors, Life I is Strange True Colors. I never not talk about Life is Strange. I yeah. played and beaten uh, every single one of them. It did take me a while to, to beat two. We finally beat two this year, actually. Uh, we kind of like fell off of it. But True Colors was like the first one that was smartly released non-episodically. Um, it's, still, it's still in episodes, but they released all the episodes at the same time. Um, this was Don't Nod's like first, or not Don't Nod. Um, Don't Nod did not make this one. It was. I'll double check for you. Mess up. It was the other one, the one that made the the spinoff for the original Life is Strange, Deck Nine. They uh, they developed this one completely. The main character Alex is awesome. Um, great acting on her part. Uh, the first the first chapter will really hook you into this game if you play it. We, I, I famously play all of these with my wife. We've played every single one together, um, which is, you know, a reason that it's always been, like, a part of my part of my thing, and at the end of the first one, she was like, <laughs> I, I don't want to review it. It was a part of the trailer, so I'm not spoiling this yeah. uh, too much by, by saying it, but she's like, oh, my goodness, this guy dies, and, like, I already knew that he died because it's part of the trailer, but the fact that she didn't, she didn't know, she's like, I'm just going to be gutted that's how good um some of the acting in it is and so yeah. it uh was really well done probably my second favorite of the series behind the first one although the script i will say in this one doesn't have as many of the cringy dot much of the cringy dialogue as the original one does where you can tell that like europeans were trying to like sound like cool americans uh whenever they wrote the first one this one's definitely a lot more free-flowing uh the first one just holds that that special place yeah. in my heart and has a twist that is not as seeable uh, as this one but great game uh, yeah. I would definitely, if you like the story, the, the choice based adventure games it's, it should be on your list to play uh, at some point yeah. Yeah, one that will be cheap at some point as well I, I definitely need to, I definitely need to uh, play this, I played the first one and I think it's that dialogue that you are talking about that, that was um, I didn't mind it. Whitney was kind of, it kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of rubbed the wrong people. way. Yeah, so yeah. I'll probably play one of the other ones to see if she likes it. Uh, by the way, just a quick tangent, she's playing What Remains of Edith Finch right now and loving it. And that's yeah. not a game that she'd, like, heard of, and Marvel I tried to, Finch. yeah, it was really good. So just, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. end it there, but I thought I'd bring that up. I uh, I, so if, if she gets into that one and she wants to 
play some of them. I got a list. Of yeah, give, give me that list. Gone Home is also yeah. on there. Yeah, Gone Home is also on there, yeah. and I think Firewatch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, send me that list because I, I think uh, I yeah. think she'll enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, my my next one. Speaking of uh, games to play with uh, with a loved one, with a friend. Uh, I think even I think even better with a spouse for summer. It just resonates very well with that. Uh, it takes two, which almost got my top spot, uh, and game of the year at the Game Awards, which you you uh, said this was your game of the year, and man, it's or or it was I should say it was it's not, <laughs> but I it probably still is. I am floored in so many ways by this game. Um, you know, we could talk about like this. Yeah, some of the dialogue out of the kid is, and but the the gameplay in this game the 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 parents uh bantering with each other and the amount of genres that they dabbled with like they're like okay this like uh this hour section of the game is going to turn into this and it's good they were able to <laughs> like to do all these different games within a game pull it off make it fun make it um not too challenging i didn't play a single part of this game where i felt like um, I felt like something was just made poorly or janky when it came to like these different kind of you know levels where you come up with and are doing a completely different uh, objective or different style. Um, I, I I really like them. It's it's now the game that anytime that somebody like comes to me and says, "Hey, I'm trying to get my my partner, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my spouse, my husband, my wife, I'm trying to get them to like try a video game. What should I play with them? You should play this one." Yeah. Because they can literally, it, they may not like every aspect of the game. There's definitely mm -hmm. parts that have frustrated her. There's some parts that have frustrated me. Uh, but this is a game where you can truly like, like you mentioned, the genre. Like you can play every genre in this game pretty much. Like minus maybe first person shooter, but there's third person shooting. So you mm -hmm. can still get a feel for it. There's platforming, there's puzzle solving, there's co-op. There's everything that you could want in, play that with them and be like hey did you like that section okay maybe you would like this type of game oh did you like yeah. that section maybe you would like this type of game there's there's something in there to at least try for everybody i do also think you know if you have a really close friend maybe that's something but if you have a significant other this is a game to play with yeah. your significant other I, it's if it's not my favorite game of the year it's my second favorite game of the year it's really close right yeah. now with my other with yeah. my other favorite game which probably people could figure out at this point but uh we are i want to say a third of the way or two-thirds yeah. of the way through we're I trying will, to finish it that's i would say that's yeah. the only problem it's a little too long it's a little long uh, i will also preface it with no spoilers but you are the two characters the two protagonists being uh a husband and wife get who are on the verge of or possibly getting a divorce make sure you tell your yeah. significant other that you want to play this game with them and it has nothing to do with that <laughs> like, because <laughs> just thought i'd soften that uh like or because it made yourself a little discussion there bro no no we we didn't uh <laughs> we we i mean we've been talking about like some like communication stuff and then we started playing yeah. this game like miscommunication so the 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 uh the passionate book talking about communication and like different things like that was really cool um, he no. strengthened your relationship. <laughs> he was he was great. It's so corny. I love these squirrels too. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to soften it with that, like however you want to phrase that, or be like, oh, you really like this game, and if and maybe you say 
well, if you convince them to play it and you realize that a worse thing has happened, maybe just look over then and go, that's not why. Just <laughs> I don't know. However you want to, however you want to communicate that to your to your uh, to your yeah. partner. Yeah, it's good stuff though. Now we get sorry. Now we get to one that I'd uh, I'd skipped. Nah, that's fine. It's next next on your list. Talk. Let's. Uh, this is one that I need to play, uh, and I slept on Metroid Dread for you. I think too many people slept on this game. This, this is gonna be. This is gonna go down as the best game I've ever beat. Uh, not. Dude, you're not on the last time, boss, aren't you? I'm not gonna beat it though. I. <laughs> I'm so frustrated with that boss fight. I, I. I. First of all, throughout the rest of the game, uh, Metroidvanias. We all know them. What they are. You're going through it. This game plays so well. It's tight. It's beautiful. It. It, she controls amazingly. Um, it's really hard to go through a fight, and at least until the last one, where I would lose a fight, and I would be like, "It's one of those things where I, I talk about it sometimes." You get that gameplay where it's like, "That was my fault. I totally messed up. I, yeah. That wasn't the boss's fault." Every once in a while, there's like a boss fight that had like a random mechanic, and you know that was frustrating and stuff. <laughs> but the the e the Emmys and the EMIs that are chasing you that you see. It, just been on the scene that added this element that hasn't been there in previous Metroids. Uh, it was frustrating, but in a good way. Most of the time, there was that there was definitely a complaint where I got mad that I slipped, my finger slipped or something, and I, mm -hmm. you know, I went slightly the wrong direction. I didn't predict the the right way, but the game is so so good. It's challenging. It's fun. It's the right length. Like mm -hmm. it, I. You could 100% the game if you are good. Anyway, I'm not good. You could 100% the game like 20 hours, but you could beat the game like 10. Okay. Uh, so if you, it, it depends on, on what you're doing. But I'm probably never going to beat this game because the difficulty ramps up so hard on the final boss where I... Everybody's like, it's about memorizing the pattern. And that's something that I've just never been that great at. I'm just not great at memorizing the pattern. I watched a couple of videos on the fight. I tried to kind of understand... Mm -hmm. And I I still haven't made a dent on it. Mm -hmm. Granted, I haven't tried in a few weeks because again Halo came up. But yeah, uh, hopefully maybe someday I'll go back to it. If I don't, I'm still extremely happy with my time with it. I'm happy that I got to the final boss. I could just watch the video <laughs> at the end and and, and call it even. I, I I would feel no shame in that whatsoever. I don't generally finish these these types of games. Uh, I'm not a, you know, I like, I like fame, not famously, but maybe infamously like the style of Metroidvania because I think it's fun exploring the maps and, and going through them, but a lot of them are too long. Like Hollow Knight, I played Hollow Knight this year. Hollow Knight, yeah. another game that just plays amazingly. That game was too long. <laughs> that game was way too long compared to Metroid, which just feels just way tighter and more cohesive and like yeah. oh i just unlocked that i can go do this and while it's kind of the same in hollow knight it's just not as straightforward yeah as as this game is this game this is a this i'm really glad that it was successful um this means we'll probably get more metroid we already yeah. knew they were working on prime 4 but this also shows why there needs to be side-scrolling metroid yeah screw now they're there definitely does need to be. Speaking of games that are the right length, uh, my next game, Resident Evil 8, I think is also the right length. Uh, not not too long. People again, people complaining because I think like if you if you plow through it, I think you can beat it in like you know I don't know 12 to 15 hours or so, um, depending on you know how you do or whatever. 
my only complaint with it is that I wish that they they showed uh, you know Lady D, the tall vampire lady, and like the, so much promotional stuff, but she's not your main villain. Uh, so I yeah, think I that. Yeah, I, I I think that they didn't expect people to gravitate towards her um, and uh, and be so thirsty, but I think that uh, I think the internet's thirst made it. We extrapolated that into thinking it was like the main villain, but they also did kind of lean making it seem like that. Uh, that's the only complaint that I have. If I'd never seen a trailer and I just played the game, it, it's not a in the game. It does not. It's not apparent. It doesn't make you think she's the main villain. Uh, it's only the trailers. So, really loved it. Uh, the the style, the the different, um, uh, the different houses because there's four like separate like kind of uh, things that you go through. Their difference in style. The characters are, are very well done, very well portrayed. Um, some cool behind the scenes stuff on the motion capture as well. Uh, really liked it. Um, I like this better than seven. And seven for a lot of people is like their favorite Resident Evil. Uh, not mine, but I liked this better than seven. Much more cohesive, uh, and yeah, really, really loved it. Definitely not for everybody, but yeah, yeah, it's it's no uh, it's up there. It's up there. <laughs> I feel like this like seven changed Resident Evil uh, for a lot of people. Like people who love seven who never played the other game is like that's their version of Resident Evil or whatever, and it's so different. This is getting getting closer to old school Resident Evil. Still not zombie zombies, but um, really good lore, really good story, um, and very very some great portrayal in there. Yeah. Yeah, I know she she even won like the best voice actor. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the woman who played Daisy. Yeah. Maggie she's Robertson. Yeah, she's she's really good. She and uh, and the uh, the three women that played her uh, played her daughters. Uh, one of them passed away like right before, uh, right before the game came out. But they've been doing a lot of like fan interview stuff and fan like uh, signature stuff together. The three of them are great. Um, the uh, there's a couple other actors in it that I that I think are just uh, amazing. But yeah, she stole the show. She totally stole the show. Yeah. Even if <laughs> her her, it's not just the character design, but her performance as the character. It it totally totally nailed it. Yeah. Oh, and also, because I'm saying this because, like, it's not a big spoiler, but she's not the main villain, but she's the first, like, boss that you go through. So, yeah. like, you're done with that boss in, like, I don't know, four hours or whatever, and then you got to play the rest of the game, and it has nothing to do with her. That was the frustrating part for some people. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. You're, yeah, so your last one, top one, tied, whatever, uh, you're also hooked yeah. on. Like kind of. Like I said, no, no particular order, order but, but this probably does yeah. end up being... The, the goat of the year, the goatee. Uh, if it wasn't apparent by the fact that I've dropped every game for the last <laughs> month and a half, and I've other than playing it takes two with my wife um, a couple times as we as we work our way through it, this has been the only game that I have played, which is Halo Infinite. Um, there are a lot of things wrong with this game, especially in the campaign. Uh, mm -hmm. The story is not great. The the, the map, they, they, they attempted to do something grandiose with the open world, and part of that is is fun. The grappling hook is very Breath of the Wild-like, and the fact that you can grapple pretty much everywhere that you want to go. If you see it on the map, you can probably grapple your way up to it. Yeah. Um, there's even an achievement for like being high up in the sky and like having a really high view and looking around the world. There's an achievement for that. Um, so that 
that, that kind of expresses it. it. But for all of its problems, and they, they definitely have some battle pass problems as well with computer play multiplayer, it does not matter because the game is stupid fun. It is so fun to play. It's fun to play multiplayer. It's fun to play Slayer. It's fun to play. It's sometimes even fun to play Capture the Flag, even though it's my least favorite mode of all time. It's so, so fun to play. The Master Chief controls so well. The gunplay is amazing. You are in a different kind of fight. Every fight you're in, whether it be multiplayer or single player, I think that's the really the winning thing about the single player aspect of this game is that you never know what two weapons you're gonna be carrying because you're running out of ammo. There's not ammo everywhere, so you might have to pick up a different gun and do something different. That's cool, yeah. You, the, you don't know what the AI is gonna do and how to react. The AI is surprisingly good at kicking your butt um this comes from a person who hasn't played halo since halo 3 and so i've missed a lot of iterations um there's some again disappointing things like the the split screen co-op's not there to, to start the forge isn't there which i don't know anything about anyway because i never did it yeah but i don't care that i think that that tells you something about how good the game is to play is because i can sit here and complain about the battle pass i can sit here and complain about the story but here I am. I'm probably gonna go boot up as soon as the podcast is over. I want to keep playing the campaign. I want to beat it, and I want to get back to, to multiplayer, which is probably gonna hamper my ability to play the jillion games that I have in my backlog. Also, this game is so good. They got so many things right. I hope that they have the opportunity to do the things they said that they wanted to be like a ten-year game. I don't believe that anymore after Bungie did that with Destiny, uh, with Destiny One and came out with Destiny 2 like three years later, so I don't believe that kind of thing anymore. But I at least know that they are looking to expand on it, looking to, to do more. Everybody should play this game. Um, if you like first person shooters, if you don't like it, then yeah. you're probably not gonna enjoy it. But if you like it in any capacity, I would at least play the campaign and the, the multiplayer is free to play. So even if you suck, uh, jump in, play some Slayer, play some big team battle where the pressure is not really on you to be good. Um, I, I think, think that that's, that's maybe where you should try out some multiplayer playing some big team battle. Um, I'll probably, I'll so probably do it's, it, yeah. it's, it's 12v12, and so as long as you're doing the objective-based ones, you can still be useful in trying to, like, capture zones. You can still go stand on the zone, even if you're not killing somebody. I can, I can uh, accomplish that. I'm not terrible, by the way, but it's like, I, against, uh, or playing with some of the people online, like, I feel like I'm, I'm yeah. useless, yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I bought an elite. I bought an elite controller because of this game, and I'm not an Xbox person. And I've been loving the elite controller. By the way, there's some frustrating things about it, but uh, yeah, this is a great game. It's a great game. I I can't wait for more. Uh, I can't wait to see how they fix it and make it even better. Because I I dropped from a multiplayer standpoint. I also dropped uh, COD, which I put uh, I think a couple hundred hours into this last year. So. Um, it's so good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be playing it soon. Uh, I don't think anyone should sleep on it. Like you said, free multiplayer. And if you got Game Pass, you can play the campaign. So uh, definitely, definitely something to check out if you've got an Xbox. That's our list of games for 2021, our favorite games that came out in 2021. Let us know in the comments what your favorite games are. And tune in next week where we talk about our most anticipated games of 2022. See you next time. Bye, <laughs>